Welcome to Christian Warrior Talk, proudly presented by Christian Warrior Mission. Hosted by former Navy SEAL, SWAT officer, and atheist, now a warrior for Jesus Christ, Pastor Jason Perry. This is more than just a podcast. It's a spiritual vanguard where we intentionally set aside the hustle of our daily lives to come together. We gather to study the Bible, share in heartfelt prayer, and engage in meaningful discussions about all things Christian, homesteading, prepping, and self-defense. Lock shields with us, and together, we will hold the line. And now, let's meet your host, Pastor Jason Perry. You are listening to the Patriot Crusader Mission Podcast, where Christian warriors are forged. Here, you will find our talk show, Christian Warrior Talk, sermons, and Bible studies with Pastor Jason Perry. Join us to become the Christian warrior you are called to be. Strengthen on us, strengthen on us, strengthen on us. I've my signal. Unleash hell. Do or do not. There is no try. Hello, everyone, and happy Lord's Day to you. I am Pastor Jason Perry, the founding pastor here at Patriot Crusader Mission Church, a church for veterans, first responders, and patriotic Americans, as well as anybody else who loves the Lord and supports those groups. A couple updates. Um, (laughs) We're going to talk a lot about COVID in the beginning of this because we're having a firsthand experience with that right now. I myself, um, as you guys may know, Lauren got exposed through a healthcare provider. Um, and, um, and now we're on day three of, um, of that roller coaster. So Lauren's fine. Um, she's had very minimal symptoms despite being exhausted with the babies. Um, the babies are fine. And, um, and I had the worst of it. I had like flu like symptoms and, um, you know, aches, skin hurting, sweats, chills, all that stuff. But that has resolved because I've got on some um, some life-saving meds that you guys have heard about there. I don't want to say them, but all I can say is the protocols are working for me and my family. Um, luckily, I have an amazing doctor, Dr. Sibley here, who's a freedom-loving doctor and has prescribed everything that we need. And right now, everything is extremely mild, and that's why we're having service today. If you'd asked me two days ago um, if I thought we were going to have service, I was going to say no, but it really knocked it down, and I feel a lot, lot better. Thank you all for your, you know, your, your prayers. Um, thank you for um, all you prayer warriors locking shields around us, lifting it up calling for healing and um, from the Lord. So, uh, you know, we're really, uh, really thankful for that because those, those count for the most. So one of the reasons why we started uh, Patriot Crusader Mission Church is um, we are not COVID alarmists, but we're not head in the sand people either. We've lost good friends um, to COVID. They're no longer with us far too young and not unhealthy people either are gone because of this. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to provide a place where we have an amazing outdoor view where people could come and gather and worship the Lord 
and do it as responsibly as possible. Meaning you could go up there, we could sit on the top of the mountain under the pavilion with lots of air around you and have very minimal, minimal risk to getting this. Um, Lauren got this because, you know, we are, you know, we haven't taken the jab. We've been fine. I went to the Million MAGA March, a bunch of other things, all outdoor events. We've been fine. Lauren spent an hour in a room with an infected healthcare worker, and that's how we did this. So, um, so again, just understanding that um, that was one of the reasons why we wanted to do this because um, this stuff can't kill you. Um, it's you know, luckily right now the Lord has blessed us taking care of us. But again, like I said, we know other people who haven't, Um, but we're not going to shut down the church ever, 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 ever. Right now we just don't have, we're in the process of building everything right now. So people are asking, you know, Jay, why are you pushing to the sixth? Well, because we can't have in-person things. Now we were going to kind of do it here in, in our sanctuary and it's kind of rough. And we're like, Hey, since we can't have anyone here because of COVID, why don't we, you know, start remodeling the sanctuary that we're going to do here while the weather's cool and wet and muddy. I mean, Tennessee gets muddy like no one's business in the winter because it doesn't really freeze all that much. Right. And there's no grass to drink it up because it's all dead. So it's just mud. So what we're going to do here is we're going to spend the next few weeks remodeling this place and trying to get it looking nicer uh, as a nice place of worship for the Lord while we're building everything else on our 44 acres out back. All right. So again, this is, we're in like phase 0.1 right now. Oh, more now we're in 0.2. Point 0.1 was uh, the cross. Point 0.2 was the pavilion and fire pit. Point 0.3 we'll say is this sanctuary here that we're working on right now. So um, we're so excited to have you here with us um, on this Lord's day. Um, so again, that's the state of the project. We're continuing on. The COVID set us back a little bit on everything, of course. Our goal right now is to open February 6th, at least a new floor in this place painted in the in the sanctuary. All right, as far as um, we still have a call for musicians. Um, if you're a musician, if you know how to play a piano or you know how to play a, uh, a guitar, we'd love to have you here. Um, we do not have that skill next week, or sorry, not next week, on our grand opening, we do have some musicians traveling down to help us out, and we're pretty excited about that, or at least one who can play guitar. Um, We also have a call for other volunteers, social media, website, video editing, video tagging, um, setup crew, greeters, uh, parkers, breakdown crew, hospitality crew, et cetera, Okay. So that's all for announcements. We do things a little bit different here at Patriot Crusader Mission Church. And I think that we need to talk about things that are important in the news before we get into God's word. Um, we are now officially in an election year. And as you guys know, um, one side can't win on the, the election unless they make us all hate each other. And you can see in the news how they're already starting the race baiting. Um, The Biden administration has said they're not going to roll out these new COVID treatments. They're going to roll them out based on race as a factor. 
So meaning that uh, people who look like me and resemble me go to the back of the line um, uh, for that. How that racist policy can be <laughs> allowed, I have no idea. I expect the Supreme Court will probably get involved in this. I hope it doesn't cost anyone their lives. But um, again, this is also because they have to divide us to be able to win an election. They have, they're going to have to, so, so this summer, it's going to be race riots again. It's going to be a lot of drama all over the place, civil unrest, because they have to do that to make half of the country hate the other part of the country, or else why on earth would you vote for the most terrible president in history? I mean, this, this guy is awful. So, um, so again, um, when the race baiting comes, when it comes, do not take the bait. Okay. Do not take the bait because it's coming. And, um, we will love our way through this. We will pray our way through this, but we will also prepare and protect ourselves. All right. So when you start watching the news this year, right, it's not going to change much from every other day. It's going to be the world is ending. The sky is falling. The end times are here. How many more false prophets are going to be come out there and saying, prof, you know, I am so over the prophet, you know, um, class out there who is just going out there time after time saying all these prophecies that don't come true. All right. Um, you know, for those of you guys who believe in that stuff, power to you, to me, show me one who's ever right. And maybe I'll talk, I'll, I'll entertain it, but I'm not there. Um, <clears throat> so we need to understand that the enemy wants us worn down and thinking that the end is near. Now, there are a lot of Christians, the, you know, the premillennial version of Christians and the rapture, you know, pre-tribulation rapture people who are actually praying for the world to crash and burn so they can get out of here and do that. And I think that that is wrong, right? I think that that is wrong. I think we should be praying for as much time as possible to save as many people as we possibly can. And I think to pray anything otherwise is, uh, is a sin. So, all right. So that's all I get to say about that. Let's uh, roll up our sleeves and uh, let's go to war. And we'll start by praying here. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you humbled. Humbled and excited and in love with you, Lord. In love with your word, in love with your goodness, in love with your holy, holy, holiness. We stand in awe before you, Lord. Lord, we are here seeking you with all of our strength and all our might. We love you, Lord. And we only want to be more like you, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So, Lord, bless this time together. Lord, if my words are not your words and they are untrue or heresy, strike them down. Let them not go anywhere. Let them be muted. Let me stumble over them. But if my words are of you, Lord, open ears, soften hearts, and open minds to your word today. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So the news is going to tell you that um, 
that the war, the world is ending. And I'm going to tell you what the Bible says now. All right. So let's go. This is from uh, the English Standard Version, Philippians 4, 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. All right. Call this sermon Starting New, and there's a lot of reasons to start over. Uh, the new year is one. We're a new church, two. Um, but being a Christian, every moment is a chance to start new to turn and repent from your sin, accept Lord and Jesus, uh, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as your Savior, and become a new creature, okay? Um, many people or want a sign from God. They want God, the creator of the universe, to come down and sit next to them on a rock and have a conversation with them uh, because they're so important, Um And for a lot of us, that is never going to happen. And I want you to understand that. But um, understand that for those of us who don't have a miracle happen for it to convert us, that there are great blessings in those who believe without the miracles, who believe on the message. And here, I'm going to talk about that here. Jesus appears to the disciples. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. They are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Now, here's the point I was talking about. Now, Thomas, one of the twelve, one of Jesus' disciples, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see his hands, the mark of the nails, and place my fingers into the mark of the nails, and the place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were were inside again, and Thomas was with them. And although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood with them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your fingers here. 
and see my hands and put out your hand. And he placed it in his side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, my Lord, and my God. Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Have you believed because you've seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. For the people who want to um, hear from God, there is a way in the first passage, which was Philippians 4.8, that speaks to this. When everything's going bad and everything's burning down around you and you are struggling and, and everything's going off the rails and you have your doubts, remember Philip, Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, which brings me to my first point. The first step in starting new is gratitude. Is gratitude. You know, with this whole COVID, you know, being hit under COVID, you know, you have to be fooled to not think that you might be one of the ones that might die. And, you know, working in a dangerous profession like myself, SEAL teams, and as a cop, and I've lost a lot of friends, and um, I've lost a lot of family as well. And I understand that tomorrow is not promised to anyone. So, I always practice, or I try to practice. Always would be means I would perfect, but I'm not far from that. I always practice um, trying to leave nothing unsaid, positive, positive things unsaid. So this week, I used this reset time because I was just sick lying in bed to call people who I haven't spoke to in a while were important to me and let them know what they meant to me. And it was very healing um, again to do that. Every time I do it, I never regret it. I encourage you all to do it because today is not promised for anyone. And there are too many people that I've lost where I didn't get a chance to um, tell them how much they meant to me. Christian Warrior Talk is sponsored by Trident Shield, your trusted ally in violence preparedness. Trident Shield safeguards your loved ones with expert training and consulting. Trident Shield, defending faith through preparedness because together we save lives.
The other thing in the first step with gratitude, being grateful for what you got, is you got to look at the magnitude of how much grace God has given all of us. How many blessings are on us? I am blessed with an amazing wife. I'm blessed with amazing family and children. The pitter-patter of baby bee's feet running down the hall, I'm thankful for. The laugh, her laugh and her smile and her sweet innocence, I live for. My wife's smile and laugh. It's like angels singing from heaven. My body working. I have a barber. Some of you may know this story from watching the show. My barber, who I haven't seen in a little bit, obviously, with my hair. <laughs> um, he had, a cancer, had cancer. And during the chemo, it killed his saliva glands. They stopped working. And after chemo and after he was cured, it took some time and they, but they came back and he wept tears of joy. He's like, I never thought to thank God for, for saliva glands before, but I do now. How many things do we take for granted, people? How many miracles are happening right now How many of us got up this morning and had hot water and a fridge full of food? And children laughing. How many of us, you know, are are not in pain or could be in far worse pain? You know, I had a bad parachuting accident when I was in the military and uh, my back is always, you know, is a big problem for me. And when my back, when I have what I call a back attack, um, there's nothing else I can think about except for the pain in my back. It'll take my breath away. It's horrific. Um, And up until that point, I never thanked God for not having pain, right? So again, what Paul is saying here in verse 8, is when the world is going, it seems dark, or you're struggling in your beliefs, find whatever is true. Find whatever is honorable. Find whatever is just. Find whatever is pure. Find whatever is lovely whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things and it'll help shift you from a negative mentality into a positive mentality. All right. So let's continue on. We now must, and then once you take an appraisal of what God has blessed you with, you sat down, you thought about everything and prayed about everything you're thankful for, you must now care for those blessings. 
Do not waste them. Do not cast your pearls to the swine, right? One of those things that we so neglect, and again, this came becomes crystal clear in this COVID madness, is your body. How many Christians are morbidly obese? How many Christians are slowly killing themselves with food? You know, we all want to judge the, the alcoholic or the drug addict or, you know, but none of us want to talk about the people in the room who you can spot from a mile away who are slowly killing themselves with food. Your body is the holy temple. Here we go in, uh, in Corinthians 3, and, uh, 16 through 17. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. All right. So, you know, I'm, I'm overweight and I need to start walking this out. Right. There are others out there that I know are as well. It's one of the biggest unchallenged things in Christianity out there. I haven't been in a church yet where almost everyone is in fat and overweight. We have to do better with what God gave us. me as your leader i have to lead the way you guys have to hold me accountable and i won't let you down I won't let you down once this covid madness is over it's hardcore time it's time to get in the gym it's time to lead from the front again it's time to get in fighting shape again for the Lord. Because who wants to be like a, that massively fat Christian over there? No one. No one. What light are you as that? Nothing. You're not leading anyone. All everyone's seeing is how much of a hypocrite you are. You're obviously broken beyond belief. You have an improper relationship with food and you do not have any of this gifts or living out the discipline that Christ told you to. So I, I know this is a hard message for most, and I'm going to do a, 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 a really hardcore teaching on this in the not too distant future. Caring for what God blessed you with also means your marriage. You must deliberately, deliberately pursue happiness in your marriage. You do not just roll over into a happy marriage. Sin is crouching at the door to separate your marriage. There are a million things in this world that are trying to pull you apart from porn on your phone and people getting emails and every other message in the world of people trying to lure you away. You have to armor up your marriage by putting work into it. I promise you, you know, 
You put godly work in your marriage and you will be a very happy man and woman. God has blessed you with children. Spend time with them, real time with them, by discipling them. One of, my, one of the most shameful things that I have happened to me is when I'm working, because I'm working a lot because of trying to pay for this church and, uh, and fund this church and grow this church. So I'm on my phone a lot with social media because that's one of the few ways that I can do it. And one of the things that I that breaks my heart is when my daughter is looking for my eyes and my eyes are on my darn phone. My eyes should be drinking in there her. And when she looks up for me, she should see that her dad is basking in her, loving her. Take care of your blessings. Or God will take them from you. Next thing that we need to do is get in the word. <clears throat> Let's go back into the word. And Jesus was led up to the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, it is written, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. There is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, being tempted when he has been fasting. He's at his weakest. And the devil has come for him. And what is he going to for his strength? Word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. Ken Graves came up with something. I think he came up with it. He's where I heard it. He said, God loved you so much, so much that he texted you. This book is God loving you and telling you how to get to him. And there's a lot of hard stuff in here. We get to tackle it together, which leads us to the next part. And you guys have heard me speak on this a lot. Um, but it's one of my it's one of the most important topics. Get in fellowship. Proverbs 27, 17. You've heard me say time and time again. Iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another. You must get around other Christians. Being a hermit Christian all alone does nothing. Your impact is zero. Zero. A Christian who sits on his couch, saved and does nothing, may not even be a Christian because they're not out there serving their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are to get around one another and strengthen one another. I can pull proverb after proverb, I can pull verse of verse out of this. We have to come 
together. There is strength in number. There is strength in numbers for prayer and wisdom and resources. An affirmation. You know, when you're patrolling as a SEAL team, you have your point, who's, his responsibility is 180 degrees. And then every other guy has got 180 on his side, right? And it staggers. This guy's over here, this guy's this. And it goes all the way back to rear security, which has the back 180. You can't see 360 degrees. That's what you need your war council for. That's why you need your other brothers and sisters around you in the word to keep you from that sin and to keep you from wandering off the path. We have been blessed with so much. It's absolutely staggering when you think of it, when you watch a sunrise or a sunset, when you pick up a leaf, flower, you look at your newborn baby's perfect hand. That sparkle on your wife's eye that says that she's yours forever. We have so many things to be grateful for. Running water, clean running water. These are called common grace. Common grace is what God loved the, the you know so loved the world. Common grace is all the great things that humanity gets to experience here. Special grace is what we Christians have, which is all the common grace, the sunsets, the ocean, the smell of pine trees. Waves breaking. Crisp, clean mountain air. That's common grace. Special grace is the grace that we have through Jesus Christ, which is eternity. Eternity. Don't waste it. waste it. All right, let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time together. Lord, I pray that the words that you gave me today were exactly what somebody needs to hear later, now or later on in their life. Whether people are watching here together with us now or in years to come, Lord. I pray a, pray a prayer of blessing upon everyone who hears this in my voice. Everyone here now and everybody in the future who watches this, Lord. Lord, I pray that you meet them right where they're at, grab hold of them and radically change them to serve you. Lord, don't let us be comfortable. Lord, continue to challenge us. 
For all things good die in comfort. And we need to grow stronger for you, Lord, to serve you. So, Lord, protect everyone that hears this, this congregation. Bless them and keep them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you guys. Um, and uh, grace and peace to you. Have a great week. Oh, don't forget, Monday morning, we're getting into, uh, I think it's Genesis 6, um, the Nephilim and all that other stuff. So um, for those of you guys have been coming that, I hope you enjoyed it, uh, are enjoying it. It's getting more and more traction, so I think you are. And uh, again, let me know what you think of these uh, sermons. I can't wait till we have this place all set up and um, and I don't have to use this fake background. So God bless you. I love you all. Thank you for listening to Patriot Crusader Mission, where Christian warriors are forged. Sponsored by Patriot Crusader Mission Patreon page. Join us and become the Christian warrior you are called to be. Thank you for standing shoulder to shoulder with us in today's spiritual vanguard on Christian Warrior Talk. Presented by Christian Warrior Mission. As we've united in prayer, let's hold fast to the truth in Nehemiah 4.14. Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome, and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Until next time, let's keep a humble and grateful heart, deliberately pursue our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and equip ourselves with the full armor of God. You're not walking this path alone. Lock shields with us, and together we will hold the line. May God bless you all.